0: Hey, Ripple family, I hope you guys are ready for a Ripples from the Well 2020 Recap. I'm sure you'd agree that 2020 didn't really go as planned. It was a pretty challenging year, but I'm also grateful for challenges because those are opportunities for growth. When there's challenges and opposition and friction, those create the best opportunities. And so while this year didn't really go as planned, Ripples from the Well grew quite a bit So let's jump in and discuss a few of the challenges that we ran into and the ways that God used you and I and many others for his glory. So Ripples from the Well started off 2020 with a bang. We actually opened our first school. Uh, It was a nursery. This school was open strategically in the slums of Jinja uh, in a place where there's a lot of extra kids that are not necessarily Ripple's kids, uh, but we did it there because it would give them an opportunity to attend a school, and otherwise they'd probably never get any kind of an education. So this was our nursery. It, it actually will uh, educate 90 kids uh, at a time in, in this building, and uh, about 35 of them are our nursery kids, and the rest of them are just local kids who, again, otherwise would never get an education. So we're actually able to give them some food, uh, uniforms, books, and an education in an area in which that would never happen before. So we actually got to build our very first school. That was right before the pandemic hit. Another neat aspect to having the nursery school up and running is that we were able to employ six teachers, a chef, a security guard, and a few others to help clean and take care of the kids. And so it it has been beneficial to to that community uh, in that sense. And even throughout the pandemic, we were blessed enough that we were able to still give them a small pay uh, periodically, even though it wasn't required. And so just able to be a bit of a blessing to both the community kids as well as some of the community workers. So right after we completed construction of the nursery school, things started moving really fast. The COVID pandemic was uh, kind of gaining speed globally. And uh, you know, while it didn't really hit Uganda too hard as far as the pandemic, I mean, in relation to the population, very few people got COVID there, uh, but they did a full quarantine. What I mean by that is nobody could leave their houses uh, You know, at risk of being flogged. And so they did that for a full 30 days. Now, that may not seem too devastating to us. I mean, it would we'd be, you know, upset about it. But there, it's often a death sentence. You, you got to understand that uh, here in the United States, most of us have refrigerators and pantries and things like that. And, you know, while at the end of a 30-day quarantine, we might be eating rice and beans and not too happy, you know, but there, they have to go out every day and go get food. They need to go fishing or they got to go, you know, buy some chickens or something so that way they've got food to eat. And so a 30 day quarantine is a pretty hard deal. And it stopped a lot of importing and exporting into and from Uganda, made getting food and getting materials difficult. And on top of that, we had to quarantine the kids. It was tough. Now, if you've been following our page, or following the organization as a whole, I'm sure you're aware that we have been working pretty diligently to find homes for each of these kids. So a Christian home with a mom and a dad to raise them. And uh, we look to find sponsors for them so we can help to uh, you know, take care of some of the needs financially for the kids. And prior to the pandemic hitting, many of these kids had homes. The problem is when the pandemic hit, the parents were no longer able to work to help take care of things. And so a lot of the kids were coming back to the orphanage and that is when the quarantine hit. So again, that made it very challenging. Now, in the midst of this, we also received notice from the government that the building that we've been keeping the kids in is going to be considered condemned. Now, granted, to their defense, it's a rough building and it was one of the only places we could find that was big enough and cheap enough to house all the kids. Now, it had exposed rebar, the roof was leaking, the windows, some of the windows were just missing. It was in really rough condition. So we get this notice and then a couple of days later, we go into a full lockdown. So the government basically said, During the lockdown, we're gonna basically uh, recant our request uh, for us to condemn this building, and we're gonna give you guys some time to remodel it. So as the 30 days wraps up, that that quarantine, uh, we had actually raised enough money uh, from here in Kansas, actually, to do a full remodel. So as we come out of that pandemic, we got new concrete, new concrete floors, fence, new windows, electrical updated, the roof replaced, paint. I mean, the whole thing was completely redone. We truly created a bit of a gym in the midst of this pandemic and in the midst of this, uh, you know, developing area that's really rough, kind of a slum really in Jinja. So it looked phenomenal as we came out of that. So again, another issue, another challenge that pops up, and it created an opportunity to do something great. So in the middle of the pandemic, Eddie and several of the volunteers continued to interview different families and they set some very specific criteria it has to be you know a husband of one wife which in Uganda is kind of uncommon uh, many husbands have many wives uh, but a husband of one wife christian uh, you know employed keeps a clean home thought well of by their neighbors and community uh, and if they fit all this criteria they w- we would interview them to see if they're interested in taking in a child um now the majority of these kids still don't have sponsors and so that's one of our uh, big goals for 2021 is to get sponsors for all the kids and uh, so right now many of these families are just taking them into their homes out of the goodness of their heart they don't know that someday they're going to get a sponsor and that someday there's going to be a little bit of money coming their way we strategically didn't share that we withheld that information because we want people who want to help for free Now, as the kids get sponsors, that money, that extra $35 for fostering, that flows through us to that family, 100% untouched. We don't touch any of it. And so that is coming to many of these families. They're still unaware of that. But I I say all that to say this, during the pandemic, Eddie found homes homes for 80 kids. So we are down to 26 that are still looking for homes right now. And so the orphanage during the during the night basically is almost completely empty. We got 26 kids in there. Uh, it used to house 106. So that's a huge win in the midst of a pandemic. So for the first time, in 2020, we were able to actually share at a few different churches. We were able to help gain awareness. So in addition to the social media marketing and just kind of getting the information out and just word of mouth through many of you, uh, we were actually able to share some of our information at a few different churches. And that led to a lot of open doors. Uh, For example, one of the churches here in Hutchinson, where I live, they were able to raise enough money to buy every single child a brand new mattress a mattress cover to protect the mattress, and a mosquito net to protect the child at night from mosquitoes, which helps to prevent malaria. So that was just a weekend at one church. And so these doors are beginning to open and uh, getting the word out to different people. And so that was just one weekend. Uh, on another uh, weekend, we were able to raise some additional money for toys and uh, for uh, some clothes for each of the kids. So every child got a full set of clothes And got, uh, they actually received a toy for Christmas as well. We were able to do a a pretty sizable meal for everybody, uh, including chicken and everything for the kids for a meal for Christmas also. Keep in mind, most of these kids have never had anything new in their life. They've never had a toy to call their own or a doll or a soccer ball or a G.I. Joe. They've never had any of these things. Uh, They've never had a brand new mattress. And if you've seen some of the pictures of these mattresses, uh they're pretty rough, and they're probably second third hand mattresses that are falling apart and so to get brand new stuff to call their own is huge for them. I was getting messages from Eddie where some of the kids were coming to him, and th- they talk to Eddie a lot, they get to share a lot of their their feelings and what they're thinking, and they were saying things like, "Um, I feel like you know maybe God didn't make a mistake when he made me. These kids were in their own head thinking that they were a mistake. Their parents didn't want them or their parents had passed away. And they were asking questions like, did God make a mistake when I was born? And through something simple like a mattress, they're coming to realize that that's not the case. And we're showing the love of Christ in everything that we do. And I think it's it's making a big difference. So we really appreciate everything you guys are doing to help us with that. So if you've been following our page or you've been following the organization, you know, since inception, uh, you'll notice that, you know, when my wife and I got started with Eddie, when we started working with Eddie, we just sent 50 bucks. We're like, hey, we just want to send a little bit of money and help get a few kids a little bit of rice. And that was it. We thought we were done. And then God stepped in and made it clear that there was a lot more that we were meant to do with this. We didn't plan to start an organization or to set up opportunities for sponsorship, Uh, but that's kind of what it morphed into and that's where you guys come in and so as we're wrapping up 2020 we hit a lot of goals things went really well there's a lot of challenges but a lot of things went really well as well one of the things that's going to be a goal for us in 2021 are sponsorships we want to get as many kids sponsored we want to get all kids sponsored in 2021 and so that's something that maybe you can help with whether that's you personally whether you're praying for that or whether you know somebody so as we wrap up this 2020 recap video I would encourage you to consider 2020 a year of growth, a year of opportunity and a year that God did big things through you and us through Ripples from the Well, taking care of these kids. Uh, Keep in mind that, you know, as the calendar turns here in just a a few hours, actually, uh, as it turns, it doesn't really change things. It's just a new number, Uh, you know, pandemics and, uh, you know, politics and economic you know challenges; those don't really follow our calendars. They don't really, uh, you know, move and change just because the calendar turned. But what I will tell you is that the challenges that you went through this year, it has expanded your bandwidth to handle more in 2021. Broken bones come back stronger. Torn muscles when you work out come back stronger. You can't grow without friction, and this has been a year of friction but it has been a year of blessing as well. So it may sound kind of crazy to look at it from this angle, but if we can dig into that for just one second, follow with me. I read this just the other day. It said, we should spend less time asking God to get us out of difficult circumstances and start asking what he wants us to get out of difficult circumstances. What, what a challenging statement. That was in a, in a pit with a lion on a snowy day uh, by Mark Batterson. Great book, I highly recommend it. There are countless stories through history, through the Bible, and uh, even through your history that drive this point home, that talk about how we go through challenges, we go through issues, we go through friction is what I always call it, and it prepares us for the future. Even if you think about uh, uh, David as an example, uh, before he could face the giant, before he could face Goliath, he had to take time and review uh, what we'll call as his resume with Saul, He had to explain how he's already defeated bears and lions to protect the sheep. He already had problems. He had these issues. He had these challenges, and it prepared him for what was to come so he could go face the giant. I always like to look at it. I like football. I've been a Chiefs fan since I was six years old. Uh, My stepdad was a Raiders fan, so by default, I became a Chiefs fan. But if you think about it from that angle, regular season, he got to face the lions and he got to face the bears so he could face the giant. In the Super Bowl, he got to go through all the challenges and stuff that prepared him for the future. 2020, that was our pregame. 2021, it's on. And I'm not necessarily suggesting that 2021 is going to be hard or that we're going to have another pandemic or it's going to be as challenging as 2020. But your ability, your bandwidth, your, uh, you know, your uh, ability that to, to handle these kinds of challenges and things has grown like a torn muscle It's come back stronger. So 2021 is going to be blessed because of 2020. So count it as a blessing as preparation for the future. And we're excited to dive into that with you. In his letters to Malcolm, C.S. Lewis said, if God had granted me all the silly prayers that I made in my life, where would I be now? And later in that same letter, he said, Uh, we may someday be more grateful for the prayers that didn't get answered than we are for the ones that did. And I just find that so interesting. You see, the way I take that is, um, I think a lot of times we pray to avoid giants with spears. We pray to avoid uh, friction and pain and these opportunities for growth. And the way I, again, the way I look at it is that robs God of his rightful glory and it robs us of a God-sized story. And so the ability to give him the glory for something big and the ability to grow so we can handle the next challenge. And so, I don't know, I guess I'm not suggesting that we go seek hard times, that we intentionally look for opportunities to struggle. Um, but I would just say that um, when he doesn't take the challenge away and we stand before a giant, uh, I just hope that I'm prepared for my previous struggles, like 2020, and uh, that we look for these opportunities to grow and that we're grateful when we get past that challenge. So in short, slaying giants or, uh, you know, maybe building your spiritual resume like I was talking about with David, uh, that creates ripples, right? And so I'm excited about 2021, not for the fact that we're leaving 2020 in the dust. I think a lot of us are running into 2021 kind of limping. You know, we've had some challenges this year, but I, I do hope that these scars make us better Uh, that we learn from these things and that uh, 2021 is all the better for it so it was a productive year with uh, ripples from the well Uh, on behalf of all the volunteers on behalf of over 100 kids on the other side of the planet uh, and on behalf of the the staff or the board members rather here in the states thank you and we're excited to create ripples in 2021 and we're going to use 2020 as a pillar for growth we love you guys let's go create ripples